0: Is Carson getting his starting job back? I'll tell you how, when, and why. Coming up next, right here on the Locked
1: On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Right, Commanders fans! Welcome aboard, one and all. Good to have you with us on the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, each and every day, we are daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us your first listen and/or view of the day. David Harrison is out for this particular episode. He will be back for Crossover Thursday as we take a look at the Philadelphia Eagles versus Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. I am Chris, a.k.a. the Rooster Russell. Good to have you with uh, us. You can listen to me and Pete Medhurst if you need more of me in your life. And who doesn't? From 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, or anytime live and free on the Odyssey app, Uh, And you can check out David at Commander Country on Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation at SI.com. Okay, here we are. Uh, You can check us all out on Twitter as well. Forgot to mention that uh, at DHarrison82 at WrestleMania 621 and the show at LO Commanders. Try and keep that up. To date as best we can. Today's uh, episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm on there all the time, guys. So you know I've got that action cooking. Uh, Might be kind of looking at the commanders plus the 10 and a half for an early lean. All right. So this will be the final game. That Carson Wentz has to, and that's a key word, has to miss the final game that Carson Wentz is required to miss as part of his four-game IR stint at Philadelphia on Monday night. You know, he was supposed to go back to Indianapolis, obviously did not. He was there, but he didn't play, of course, so that wasn't even a storyline. was supposed to go back to Philadelphia this Monday. Uh, again, Philadelphia just destroyed Washington in week three. They were up 24-0 at the break. Rocked and rolled from there, really kind of took the foot off the gas pedal. Sack Carson Wentz nine times. He's not obviously going to play in his return to Philadelphia. That will have to wait at least one more year. But he's, again, required to miss just one more game as part of his four-game IR stint. So is this Taylor Heineke's last shot to avoid going back to the sidelines? I say it's... Not. Here's why. I don't even know if Carson Wentz is ready to come back yet. Assuming that he could get medically cleared next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what have you. The team is playing Monday night football on the road. Short road trip, granted. Obviously, Tuesday will be a day of recovery, rest, whatever for the players. They're not practicing. The coaches go right back to work. And got a game plan together for Houston. Now, they'll start that probably in advance, but you get the point. Then they have to travel to the Houston Texans just a couple of days later, right? Longish kind of road trip, three hours or so in the air. uh, And play a plucky, but not good, Houston Texans team. But a team that could beat you. As a matter of fact, the Texans gave... The Eagles, a pretty good ride, a pretty good tussle uh, in the Eagles' last game last Thursday, right? So here's the question. If Carson Wentz is cleared medically early next week, and, and that's a big if, does he have enough time to practice and get ready for the Houston Texans on a short week in which they'll have a light workout on Wednesday, but it will be... You know, it, it, it's it, in terms of the calendar, it's basically like a Tuesday. In terms of rest and recovery, they'll almost do nothing. They'll almost do nothing. So, can Carson Wentz get back into the starting lineup based on two full practices, Thursday, Friday, a walkthrough Saturday, and then a flight, and then play Houston on Sunday? Realistically, logically, no matter what Taylor Heineke does this Monday night in Philadelphia, win or lose, bad or good. I say no. I say it can't happen. It won't happen. However, however, it won't happen if he doesn't get cleared. But if he gets cleared is what I'm kind of getting at. If he gets cleared, does he automatically go back, meaning whence on a short week after being out for the last four? And to me, that makes no sense if Ron and the staff do that. I think Heineke would have to be really, really, really bad or maybe injured or something on Monday night. Listen, we all know what Taylor Heineke is. I don't think he is a good enough starter in this league to win consistently, but I think he's a marginal starter at best. I think he's a marginal starter at best, but To me, it would make no sense to rush Carson Wentz right back in. For what? Carson Wentz didn't even deserve that opportunity, quite honestly. So I have him missing the Houston game. That's me. That's not inside knowledge. I have no idea what they're going to do. They often disagree. They often rush guys back. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Maybe they've learned their lesson with what happened to Jahan Dotson again this year, with what happened to Curtis Samuel last year. Jahan Dotson still uh, not back as of at least – The start of the practice week, as we get into Philadelphia, the commanders will have a little bit of a different practice week uh, this week in that they'll have full practices on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, and a light workout on Wednesday, when many of you are probably going to be watching this particular episode. So again, to me, Carson Wentz hasn't done enough to automatically just anoint him the number one guy, no questions asked. He's probably even if he gets cleared, not going to be able to practice enough and get ready enough in time to get the rhythm and the oil running through the engine on a short week. To me, it's the decisions already made, logically, common sense. The question is, is whether Ron and the staff will follow just that. But remember where you heard that first, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Now, Robert Griffin the Third told 106.7, the fans, sports junkies, that he thinks Carson Wentz is going back to the starter spot as soon as he's ready to go. I do agree with that. That's a different argument. A, again, I don't know if he gets cleared. B, and when I say I agree with that, I agree that he's going back to the starter's role. I don't agree with the whole, hey, right away thing. Again, just laid out a scenario. If he gets cleared Early next week, say Tuesday, after the Eagles game, does he automatically go back in? I I would. not But as soon as he's ready to go on a normal week, which could be the Atlanta week after that, that's when I think Carson Wentz is coming back, regardless of what Heineke does on Monday night. I, I mean, I suppose Heineke, if he wins on Monday night and they somehow shock the world and upset the undefeated Eagles, then that's a pretty much guarantee that he's going to start on a short week in Houston. But I don't know if it's a guarantee that it would be anything more than Houston, unless again, he won there and they were four and one during the five games that he would have started at that point. We will see. All right. Coming up next right here on the locked on commanders podcast, we will get into a pretty unique number That I came across from the NFL communications department uh, and as well, something that the pro football focus crew came up with in terms of ranking all the rosters at midseason. We'll have that for you straight ahead right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But guys, if you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off You'll want to listen up, especially with the Christmas season uh, coming up and the holidays. You'll have family in town. You want to keep them safe, right? Uh, Also, you have boxes being delivered. You have all sorts of uh, different characters, if you will, uh, running around neighborhoods, looking to maybe do something, steal somebody's packages. Who knows? Uh, Hopefully, that isn't a problem. But if you want to take that extra step to make sure you and your family are safe, we have one way to do it, and that is the number one rated, Home security system in all the land at 50% off. And that's our friends at Simply Safe. It's their biggest offer of the year. Get it now. Love my Simply Safe uh, system uh, because it's mine. I designed it for the needs of my family and I. And anytime I want to add or remove something, I can just do it with a touch of a button. SimpliSafe was voted the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. The third year in a row they've earned that distinction. So arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, adjust your system settings. It's all at the touch of a button. Don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system I would recommend. Get 50% off on any new SimpliSafe system at SimpliSafe.com slash NFL today. It's their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe
1: like simply safe. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, back here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Good to have you with us. Thanks for making us your first listen and watch of the day. PFF ranking the Commanders roster at the midway point. Of the season. For your second listen today and watch, check out Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports. Check out uh, Locked On Sports Today uh, with Peter Bukowski. Go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scores, uh, scenes rather, with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Before we get to the PFF ranking, of the roster I found this interesting this was from NFL communications so I wanted to pass this along um and this is part of their their weekly press release stuff uh, and they call it their starting 11 so Johnny Unitas' Colts and the 2022 Eagles can share a remarkable feat this Monday night if this happens here's what the deal is the Eagles at 8 no lead the NFL in turnover ratio at plus 15, and takeaways at 18 this season. Plus 15 on the turnover ratio, plus, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 18 on the takeaways, right? So this week, if they can finish the Monday night football game, win or lose, right, against the Commanders with another positive turnover ratio. Again, they're plus 15 in turnover ratio now. If they win the actual game in terms of turnover ratio, They'll join the 1958 Baltimore Colts as the only teams in NFL history to open a season with a plus turnover margin in each of their first nine games. And if you're thinking to yourself, hmm, 1958 Colts, yeah, that's the year they beat the Giants in the NFL championship game, widely recognized as the greatest game ever, played 23 to 17. Uh, I believe that was at Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium, if memory serves me correct, in the first sudden-death overtime game in league history. So again, Johnny Unitas and the Colts, 22, 20 2022 Eagles could share something in common over their first nine games uh, with a positive turnover ratio. And with the numbers and obviously the proclivity of Taylor Heineke to turn the ball over, you would think there's a pretty good chance of that. Also, speaking of close games, uh, again, the Eagles hosting the Commanders who come in at four and five. They are four and two are the Commanders. In games decided by seven or fewer points this season. That's tied with the Titans. Also, again, at four and two for the league's second best record in that area. And ironically, the Titans beat the Commanders in one of these close games, right? With a minimum of six games, Only the Giants at five and one have a better mark in these contests through nine weeks this year. Again, 72 games have been decided by seven or fewer points more than any season through week nine in league history. So there's something for you. The Commanders, good and close games overall at four and two. If they can hang in there, they can fight. They will have a chance To win, obviously. All right, let's get to Pro Football Focus's midseason report card ranking, if you will, uh, and evaluations of the commanders who came into the season ranked number 18 across the board in the NFL. Anyone want to take a guess where they are ranked now? Well, if you guessed that they're ranked higher than 18, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. If you guessed that they're ranked higher than 20, eh. how about 21, Chris? Nope. 22? No. 23? mm How about 24? That's right. PFF has them at 24, so down six spots from their preseason rank. Here's what they said. Biggest strength, defensive line. Duh. Uh, An 89.6 overall grade from Montez Sweat. In this, his fourth NFL season, that ranks sixth among edge defenders, joining Nick Bosa and Max Crosby of the Raiders as the only edge defenders with 80.0-plus marks in run defense and as a pass rusher. How about that? Their biggest weakness, interior offensive line. Again, this shouldn't shock anybody. He said, or they said, quarterback is an acceptable answer here, but the full roller coaster of the Taylor Heineke experience was on display with the backbreaking interception against the Vikings in Week 9. Of course, we know that. But the interior of the offensive line, according to PFF, has a 46.4 pass block grade that ranks 28th among NFL teams, allowing pressure on 19% of dropbacks, which is 29th in the NFL. They said their X factor for the second half, edge defender Chase Young, who could make his return this Monday night one year to the day from his initial injury. Not a surgery, one year to the day from his initial injury, November the 14th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, a game that we were at. Young has begun practicing and his highly anticipated return appears in uh, imminent PFF says he's the final piece of four straight draft picks used on defensive linemen. That's four straight first round draft picks and all four finally playing together when healthy could, could take over games. I mean, it's hard to argue that, right? I mean, that's the kind of impact that you hope chase young has right to make a good defense. One that is playing very well for the most part right now, uh, not perfect, not perfect. But well on third down, well in the red zone, well in goal to go, uh, well against the run, four major areas getting after the quarterback, really five major areas. Much, much, much better than they did uh, last year. And you look across the board, it's not only that defensive line. I mean, of course, Jamin Davis is playing better. They've had a mix and match over the last two games because Cole Holcomb has been out. Uh, at the other linebacker spots, sometimes they only play one, sometimes they play two, sometimes it's been David Mayo, sometimes it's been John Bostic. then Mayo got hurt and missed the last game, so Bostick, you get the point. And then the defense on the back end with Cam Curl having missed the first two games has been a lot better since, of course, Cam Curl returned week three against Philadelphia, and then on top of that, since William Jackson the III uh, was benched. So give them credit on the back end uh, as well. So... They are going to need all of that in a bag of chips coming up this Monday night in Philadelphia if they are to try and take on and beat the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Remember what happened two years ago in 2020, December, on the road, also in Pennsylvania. But in Pittsburgh, when they beat the 11-0 Steelers on Monday early evening football, how about that? Coming up, the latest developments on the the sell-the-team front, and you are going to want to listen to this. And also, if you're looking to pop a question, but the most important question, maybe that you'll ask in your lifetime, or if you have a milestone you want to celebrate with the upcoming holidays, birthdays, what have you, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. As the official and original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Guys, I've been on BlueNile.com before trying to look around to see what I might be able to find. Uh, Been very impressed by their selection, the pricing, uh, the ways to get around the website to see what they have, and you can too. You're looking to make that perfect engagement ring. Of course, BlueNile.com can help you if you don't know exactly what you're doing or just want to talk to an expert. They have experts available for you and on hand 24-7. They're available via phone, chat. Uh, They will help you find a memorable gift. Again, more than just engagement ring. For every budget, shop stress free. Blue Niles 100% satisfaction guarantee is available for you, and it's going to get shipped for free in discreet. Packaging. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use the code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B L U E N I L E.com. BlueNile.com. Lock slash lock code locked on. Excuse me. Code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. Again, at BlueNile.com. Code locked on.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, wrapping up shop here on the Locked On Commanders podcast with this. All sorts of developments on the sell the team Dan front, right? We know Dandy Dan is in hiding right now, trying to figure out what he's doing. Well, you know who's not in hiding? Jeff Bezos, of course, the founder of Amazon and Jay-Z. Now, according to TMZ, uh, they had this on, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, Tuesday uh, morning. Uh, they had pictures of the two gentlemen, Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos, having a private dinner together with Bezos's girlfriend and somebody else. Uh, I forgot the name of the dude, if I'm being honest with you. Apparently, that's connected to the Kardashians. I'm not 100% sure on that, but at a private Closed restaurant in Hollywood on Monday night for about two hours together, and according to TMZ, they had Bezos staying with Jay Z from about a little after seven o'clock until about nine thirty, while Jay Z did apparently not leave the restaurant until after midnight, according to TMZ. Now, Lauren Sanchez again, Bezos's partner posted a picture in a lovely black cocktail dress, and it was captioned, are you ready for some dot, 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 dot? I'm sure that got lots of clean comments on her social media, but the obvious inference was, are you ready for some football? And before you might be asking, well, she might have been talking about Monday night football. You're right. Maybe she was, but remember, they didn't apparently get to dinner, according to TMZ, until around seven o'clock or so in Los Angeles, which would have been well into the Monday night game. So, was she just referring to Monday night football or was she referring to what is about to go down? And that is a meeting of the minds between Jeff Bezos and Jay Z in their attempt to buy the commanders from Dan Snyder. Now, also Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Long-time commanders slash Washington football team slash, well, you know what the old name used to be, fan Matthew McConaughey wants to apparently join the Jay-Z group along with Bezos. And that would add more star power, more Hollywood, more money. Not that they really need it, but it would add... Again, a fan component, right? Because we don't know if Jeff Bezos is a fan and maybe you don't want him to be. We don't know if Jay-Z is a fan. And again, we might not, but you're talking about an actor. You're talking about one of the greatest musicians of our generation and one of the greatest businessmen and business empires. You're talking about a little from column A, a little bit from column B, and a little bit from column C. I think it would be a interesting, interesting fit, right? Uh, and at least you would have the fan passion, again, from McConaughey. Not that that worked out for Dan Snyder. It did not. You'd have to hope that he learned his lessons from his friend Dan. You'd have to hope, right? Um, one thing I wanted to get to here was Jerry Jones with my buddy Sean and RJ On 105.3, The Fan in Dallas. You can listen to it on the Odyssey app as well. Those guys do a great job. And they get Jerry Jones on every week as part of their contract, okay? Uh, And Jerry was asked once again about Dan Snyder. And he said, quote, they're exploring options. And basically, that is really, in my view, an operating option in the sense that they've got some great plans to build a fabulous venue in the nation's capital. And in doing so... It'll raise all boats in the NFL, raise our game. But that's going to take an enormous amount of capital. Look at what had to be spent in Los Angeles to get that out there, meaning SoFi Stadium. He said these stadiums have really increased in terms of the amount of resources it takes to get one done at that level. That will be an expensive build up there in the Washington area. All of that is why they're looking at their options financially. Um, You know, of course, Jones is kind of walking the line here in terms of like not saying too much, but giving you a little bit of insight. He said, usually these things are dictated totally by the financial implications, completely. Whether it be from an owner standpoint of his for what he may have on a personal basis or whether That's what it takes to make the franchise be what it can be. Make no mistake about it. The Washington franchise is one of the great sports franchises in the world. It'll get to its fruition by virtue of doing just what uh, they're doing. Uh, That's not correct, Jerry. Uh, They're checking their different ways they can to get that stadium built and to get that team competing at a high level. I know that's arm-waving, but this is just the process. When you hear that and you see all those quotes from Jerry Jones, and it could be just simply a cover. There's a lot of, hey, they're trying to get stadium funding. Ooh, that stadium is really expensive. And it's going to be. It's going to be a couple of billion dollars. It's going to be. We all know that Dan has already leveraged up the wazoo. But there's a lot of, Jerry Jones is kind of saying, not so fast, my friends. The team is not definitely getting sold, right? That's what he's saying there. In not those direct words, but that's his message. He said they're trying to find funding or explore funding for a very expensive build, which Dan knows is his golden ticket, if you will, to surviving NFL elimination, right? The other problem is, and of course, it may not be up to the NFL, It may not be up to Dan. He may be dealing with a, well, he is dealing with a federal investigation that could also take him down. And one last note, Peter King of NBC and Football Night in America and his Football Morning in America column expressed a lack of confidence, uh, I guess we'll call it, that the team will actually be sold easily or perhaps without complication. And here's what basically Peter went uh, into. He said basically the sale would not be happening anytime soon, even though there's been a four- to six-month timeline established by Jay Glazer. And we've talked on this uh, podcast that it could be wrapped up by March in the league meetings in late March, right? He said, King, again, uh, in the Football Morning in America column, that if anybody buys a minority stake, there has to be a clear path to buy out Snyder in a defined number of years. That's something that we touched on when the news first broke, is can you get a minority partner that has the option to buy and become the majority or the sole or the exclusive by a certain time, five years, seven years, 10 years, what have you? We talked about this stuff, okay? So King said, if anyone buys a minority stake, there has to be that clear path to buy out Snyder. And he also said this, quote, I also heard from a reliable executive well versed on ownership matters, quote, it'll never happen. Dan Snyder detests the Washington Post. No way he'd sell to the owner of that paper." End quote. You know who the owner of that paper is? That's right, Jeff Bezos. That's how we'll leave you on this edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. We want to thank you for making LOC your first listen and watch of the day. Come on back for the next episode. David Zell will have you covered with a crossover Thursday edition as we'll get you set for the Eagles and the Commanders. Once again, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts and the Odyssey app. Don't forget, you can get jump in 301-615-3577. It's 301-615-3577. On the voicemail lines, that is going to do it for us. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Commander Country and Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Matt show on the Team 980 and always live and free on the Odyssey app. We'll be back with another edition right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.